Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hey, I'm Jess Wiener, host of Dominant Stories, the podcast that helps us reclaim and rewrite the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. Our feelings are like a compass. They tell us what direction to go in. And if we don't pay attention to them, it's like walking around with a faulty GPS. You have no idea where you're going. Our guests include composer Alex Lockamore of Hamilton, the incredible musician Sarah Bareilles, actor Rachel Bloom from My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and the celebrated poet Azure Antoinette. I didn't like my body in the first place. When I got the diagnosis, it just pissed me off even more. And I was like, you've always let me down. Hear from your favorite celebrities, storytellers, and experts about what's shaping them. Listen to Dominant Stories with me, Jess Wiener, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Who is the fake heiress, Anna Delvey? And what does the story of this Instagram legend say about us? On Inventing Anna, the official podcast, you'll get exclusive access to the people who inspired the TV series and to the actors like Anna Klumski, who brought them to life. This is backstory stuff for myself, but like she was driven by the idea that, well, if I just crack the code, they'll let me in. Listen to all of Inventing Anna, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Yamla. I had a baby daddy relationship. I spent time in a relationship with a married man. I had to learn the skills and tools required to make my relationships healthy, fulfilling, and loving. Welcome to The R-Spot, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I want you to know that I love, loved Aretha Franklin. Yep. I love Riri. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that Riri sang that just didn't work my soul to the core. Uh, n- now, there is one song that she sang in which I have a different of opinion with her. And that's this one. Let, let, let me see if you're going to sing it with me out there, okay? Before the day I met you, life was so unkind. But you're the key to my peace of mind. Oh, wait. Ah, ah, hold it. <laughs> right there. You're the key to my peace of mind. Now, I have to tell you, I have some real issue with giving anything outside of me power over me. I really do. Because when we do that, when we give something outside of us, power over us, dominion over us to determine our moods and our way of being, it's not going to turn out well for us. But now the next part of the song, in that same song, even though I disagree with that part of it, this next part of us, I think is so very important. When she said, you make me feel 
like a natural woman. When you wake up in the morning and see your boo and you feel like a natural woman, here's the question I have for you, my sister women. How do you define natural woman? Because if you don't know what a natural woman is, it's going to be hard for him to make you feel that way. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R Spot. Thank you for your patience. And what is your relationship challenge, dilemma, issue that we can nibble on together today? First of all, thank you so much for taking my call. I feel blessed to be able to share with you today. The relationship issue that I have is that my husband and I have been married for about 16 years. And back in August, he told me that he has changed the vision of the relationship, whereas Instead of being monogamous, he considers himself a non-monogamous man and that quite possibly he is looking into an alternative lifestyle and polygraphy. Polygraphy because it's one husband with multiple wives, not multiple husbands and multiple wives. So I'm okay. whichever one it is, he's looking for multiple wives. Okay. Specifically, four wives, three children. I told him. That is something that that's not a vision that I had nor entered that relationship in with. And he said that this is who he is now. He's changed his name, legally changed his name. And he said this is the man he is now. He's changed and gone through this transition. And I've told him that's where I draw the line. Now, I will give you a little background with the relationship. Before we got married, we had a lot of back and forth going on. And then we I finally decided to get married to him. Wait a minute. What does that mean, back and forth? Back and forth meaning that when I met him, I was in a long-distance relationship. And then when that long-distance relationship became no longer long-distance, meaning the boy, my boyfriend at the time and I lived in the same state, I ended the relationship with him. He was upset. And of course, hurt. And then he went on. And then when I, and then we ended up getting back together after I broke up in that relationship. And then it went went on. Then he did the same thing. And I was hurt deeply, very deeply. And we had some time together and then decided that we would get back together. He relocated back to where I was at. And we decided to get married. Now, I will say through some self-reflection, and if I trust myself, what I've discovered is true, but I do feel as though when I married him, I settled. He wasn't, it wasn't everything that I was looking for in a partner, but I was scared and I have body image issues, lots of insecurities, and I was scared and had hope that things would be better. So I sacrificed a lot. He was not, there was a lot of core values that we did not share. Even before the marriage, there was domestic abuse and I still decided to move forward with it. In the marriage, there, as we went further into the marriage, there was more domestic abuse, and that further bothered me, of course, and I would struggle with why I was there for a very long time. I questioned why I stayed in the relationship and felt as though I could never really pinpoint the answer. Eight years into the relationship, by marriage, I decided I wanted to have a child, so when I made that decision, I decided to myself that no more ambivalency. I'm staying in the relationship. I'm staying in the marriage because I want to have a child. So we struggled. We had a child. He's eight years old now. 
looking back at things through self-reflection, I do feel as though I settled when I married him. And even where I'm at now with him now coming up with this new vision of the relationship, I'm afraid to leave because my son deeply loves him and has a great relationship with him. And I struggle whether I even like him that much as a person because there's just been so much. So what are you asking me? (laughs) I hear this story. What is your question? What is your concern? What is your challenge? My challenge is I just don't know what to do. And my challenge is I'm scared. Okay. Is your challenge that you don't know what to do? Or is your challenge that you know what to do, but you're afraid to do it? Yes, that is it. What is it? What is the challenge? I need to hear you say it so that I'm not putting anything in your mind and so that you can put your big girl panties on and take care of yourself. I'm just here to support you in doing that. So I don't want to give it to you. I want to make sure that you know it so you can own it. Because until you own it, you can't make any choices or decisions. I I believe I need to leave. Okay. You believe that or is that what you desire? It's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what I desire. I desire peace, desire Mm -hmm. a relationship where where I feel compatible in. But most of all, I do desire my son to be safe and healthy. Okay. So that's what you desire. Is that what you have now? Parts of it, but not all of it. Do you want it all or do you want pieces and parts? I I think I deserve to have it all. I don't just have to have pieces. Let me just share with you what I heard you say, because sometimes, you know, we think we're alone in our head without adult supervision and we think about things and they frighten us. And then we act like we didn't think about that thought. (laughs) I heard you say that you're married for 16 years in a relationship with someone you settled for because of your own insecurities and body images, that you're in a marriage with someone with whom you don't share the same values. You're in a relationship with someone whose vision has now changed And as opposed to just being in a monogamous marriage with you, they now want additional wives and additional children. And that your husband or your partner has changed his name and he now has an alternative vision for the relationship. I heard you say that your challenge is that you are afraid to leave. And even if you leave, you don't know how to do it. Now you're saying you don't know what to decide and that what you desire for yourself is being in a relationship where you have peace, where you feel that you're compatible with your partner and that your son is safe and secure. And you have parts of that now, but you don't have it all. And you don't know if you should settle for less than what you desire. Did I get it all? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the part that you didn't say, and this is just what I'm hearing, and I'm willing to be wrong, that because of your own insecurities and because of your own probably negative self-image, 
that you settled for a relationship where you were abused, where you were probably beat down and possibly, well, you said beat up, domestic physical abuse. And now you're not confident enough within yourself to make the decision that you need to make, the decision that you've really already made. But fear is keeping you from stepping into that decision. And sometimes when we don't know how to do something, we won't allow ourselves to know that we know what to do. For me, I think you already know what to do, what you want to do, and it has nothing to do with his alternative vision. You're living with a man who abuses you and a man you settle for, so you settled for abuse. Now that's what I hear. I could be wrong. So what is it? What is the real question you want to ask me? Because it's not, I don't know what to decide. You've already decided. Let me ask you this question before you go there. Take a breath for me. Take a breath. Let's breathe together. Yeah. Has your husband been faithful to you in this marriage? As far as I know, yes. You think that a man who wakes up one day and decides he wants four wives has been faithful? Is that what you think? I guess it is something to doubt now. I used to trust him 500%. I didn't really trust him. I trusted God would bring out and what was done in the dark would become to light to me. Oh, actually, over the past year and a half, I felt my trust crumble. Why did you feel your trust crumble? I don't know. I just didn't feel the connection. If this is a friend, I mean, you've lived 16 years with different values, different work ethics, different vision of who you are. What is the problem now? The fact that he now wants to tell you that he's going to be with other women may, might be helpful to you. Because the way I understand how polygamy works or whatever he calls it, whatever it is, like the first wife gets to choose the other wives. So you could choose a wife that help you with the dishes, do the laundry, bring some money in. It might be helpful to you since you don't like him know-how. That's oh, what he I, said. He said to me, you think I just want this for sexual reasons. He's like, I want this because, number one, he feels as though he's owed to it by God, but also to build his empire. I just have to say this. Please forgive me. I love how you just said, I thought God would reveal it. Where was God when he was whipping your butt? We bring God in when we want to use God to justify the things that we aren't willing to take responsibility for. If God couldn't stop him from beating up on you, why would God reveal to you that he's not may not be honoring his commitment to monogamy? And I don't know if he did or not. It just seems to me what I know about polygamous relationships or men who want to visit that as an alternative, and I don't have no heat or judgment about it because it's a part of who we are as African people. We use God to justify, like I said, the things that we won't be, don't want to be responsible for. I agree with that. Is the problem that he wants to bring other women into the relationship, or is the problem that you're just tired of dealing with his crazy and you don't know how to get out of it? Then speaking to you, it is reflecting back to me, and I you're right. I, I have made the decision. I have been mentally been preparing for it, but I have started mentally putting in my mind that we are separating. 
I do just have a big concern about my son. I'm afraid. Of- Don't bring your son into it. No, 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 no. If you and your husband decide to separate and the son is going with you, now that's something that you all may have to discuss, then he still has a responsibility of a, as a father. And that's not your business. You shift from being his wife to being his co-parent. But you can't put you staying in a, in a relationship or a marriage where you don't have peace, where you don't feel compatible, where you're not being provided for. You call him your husband, but if he's not providing, protecting, performing, and pleasing, then he's already fell down on the job. That's, a, that's the husband's job, to provide, to protect, to perform as a man or a partner or whatever the parameters are that you, the, four, the two of you dis- decide, and to please you. Your job as a wife is to affirm him, to support him, to acknowledge him. That's your job. So you calling him a husband was something that you settled for something that you're not in alignment with. I don't understand that. <laughs> yes. You, and I listened to your, I listened to the art spot and you said, eat your peas. So I have all the, I wrote all those peas down for him as a husband. <laughs> I've written all the A's down for me as the wife. And one thing I didn't get to say was that now he finally is a gooder, a better provider. Now, actually our roles have shifted. He's always wanted his own business and didn't want to work, but, and I was always the corporate America person. Now I'm the one with my own small business and he is working. Okay, good. That's why this has just knocked me off of my feet because we have, we have handled, we have worked hard on the way we communicate with each other and those triggers to bring us to those really high anger spots in where it can get volatile and violent. We worked on that and he wanted this. He wanted to be a provider like this. This is not me convincing him all these years. He woke up and decided he wanted that, and he's doing it. So this all knocked me off my feet. Now, it's almost not that surprising that he would be have desires for other women because we've struggled in our intimate relationship forever. Like, I never, sex was never the thing that I enjoyed with him. And see, to me, that's why have you settled? Why are you not content? To me, you're walking both sides of the fence. You tell me all the horrible things, and now you tell me all the great things. <laughs> but the question goes back to the beginning. Why did you settle for someone you didn't share a vision with, but someone that you weren't, didn't really feel compatible with? What is that about? Because that's what this is about. This is about why you're willing to accept less than you desire or deserve. Why? I was afraid that you know, it was going to take a long time for me to find another mate. It was the only place I had to go. Yeah. What is the price that you've paid, beloved, for accepting less than you deserve and desire? What is the well, price? So much time. 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 You know, you want to talk about God. God don't wear a watch. You've lost so much time. How about I've invested so much time, and now that I have diminishing returns, I'm ready to divest from this situation. You haven't lost anything. The question becomes, do you want to continue to invest in this 
relationship? And are you willing to participate in the way the other investor is structuring the deal? (laughs) I am scared to just to be out there single. You're single now, baby. (laughs) You are single now. (laughs) You just live with somebody. We'll talk about that right after this break. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hello, I'm Stacey Wilson-Hunt, your host for Inventing Anna, the official podcast. From Shonda Rhimes and the creators at Shondaland, Inventing Anna tells the story of a young woman who charmed her way into the pocketbooks of New York's elite. Was she going to take off with that $20 million from the banks or was she going to pour it into this foundation? You know, people look at Anna and see what they want to see. On this podcast, you'll get VIP access to the real people who inspired the television series and to the actors and creatives like showrunner Shonda Rhimes, who brought them to life. We were working on the show while the trial was going on. I remember doing a dramatic reading of Todd's opening statement for the writer's room. Who is the fake heiress, Anna Delvey? Join us as we unravel the stories behind the story. Everything's true until it's not, basically, in Anna's world. Listen to Inventing Anna, the official podcast, every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Hashtag Matter, a brand new eight-episode scripted podcast. 42 A little over 12 months ago, an 18-year-old African-American young man named Niles Hayes was driving a family friend's luxury vehicle when he was stopped for a routine traffic violation. Things escalate quickly. Unit 510 Nora, we have a 999 shooting in progress. Officers down. Within hours of the police stop, footage of the entire altercation gets posted online, and it goes Viral. I'm Colleen Sanders, and we're here live from the Los Angeles Valley. Chase, air on you see how they do us? This case presented a lot of challenges. You got the whole PD outside my building, ready to light the entire block. Any number of outcomes could have happened and different choices were made. I guess what I am struggling with. You struggle with it because you live in a different reality than we do. Listen to Hashtag Matter on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the R-Spot. Let's get back to the conversation. Are you clear that you are not in a marriage? Are you clear about that? Just because you got a license and a piece of paper and the shared, you know, if he die, you get his social security. I'm talking about a marriage 
a meeting of the souls and the minds for a shared vision. Is that what you're in? I'm not talking about marriage because you got a piece of paper. Do you and he share a meeting of the minds when it comes to life, child rearing, intimacy, finances? Do you all share a meeting of the minds? In some of those ways, when it comes to raising our child, we both want the same outcome for our child. We want him to be happy in whatever he's doing. But as far as his habits, we, there's a lot of difference there. Finances, we're pretty more, we're more yoked there. He, he wants more abundance than I do. I'm great where we're at right now. There are some other areas where we lack. Spiritually, he doesn't go to church. So are y'all not yoked spiritually? Okay. You're a church person. I'm not a church person. I have started, but he just won't go at all. He was brought up in a family of theologians and the Lord and believers and all the great faith, Pentecostal, the whole nine. And so he believes, but he just has a very elevated, he's a, a, his own state of it. You, you seem to be focusing on what will happen if y'all break up. I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen if y'all stay together. <laughs> I just don't understand. So I want to go back to this because you said the challenge is that you don't know what to decide about what to do, but that wasn't true. You do know. You've already decided. Now, you may not know how to do it. And again, very often, when we don't know what to do about what we know, we act like we don't know it. That's very common. And what that does is that diminishes our self-value. It diminishes our self-worth. You say you're afraid to be single. I think you're afraid to be powerful. And you rather stay disempowered because it's familiar and comfortable. You've given him all the power. You know, I love, absolutely love with a passion. Okay? Alfredo sauce, the white sauce oozing with cream and cheese and butter, the white sauce that they call heart attack on a plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I could eat it on everything. The only thing I won't put Alfredo sauce on is my grits. And when I go to the restaurant and I say, give me extra sauce, they give it to me. Now, anybody with two eyes and a brain knows that too much Alfredo sauce is just no good for you. But if you're going to eat it, they're not going to stop you. If I go and I say, okay, give me some more, they give it to me and charge me the 350 or the $950, depending upon which restaurant I'm in. They don't care that I'm clogging my arteries and raising my cholesterol. They're getting what they want. Yep. So he's going to continue to give you the Alfredo sauce and put it even on your grits if you don't stop him. And stopping him isn't about him, beloved. Stopping him is about you owning and decreeing and declaring and being willing to take a stand for who you are and what you desire. Take a stand for who you are as a woman. And if you don't know who you are, that's your work, not his work. He could bring home six wives and one of them could have a penis sticking out her ear. I really wouldn't care if that ain't what I want. 
Yeah. What do you want? Peace. I want yes. peace and I want good love. But I w- you told me to not think about this, but I, I am concerned about my son handling it at such a young age. He'll get over it. Lose, he's not going to lose his father unless his father walks out of his life. His relationship with his father will have a new normal. But I don't want to go there yet because that's how your highly developed deceptive intelligence takes you off track, making you focus on your son. How about your internal relationship with yourself that has a strong no and a powerful yes? How about that one? How about you looking for love outside of you? And until you love you, nobody can love you. They can make you feel good. They can occupy your time and your space. But the first relationship you must have, my beloved sister woman, is the relationship you have with yourself. And if you're willing to compromise yourself and settle yourself and diminish yourself, huh? you ain't never going to find nobody that's going to love on you the way you want to be. Yeah. Never. You can't take a stand for yourself in the relationship with the person you sleep with. You can't take a stand for yourself in that. And you've been in his marriage 16 years and you're not satisfied intimately. Have you ever told him, look, stop that lower, slower, a little to the left. Have you ever told him that you can't take a stand for yourself in the bed? How are you going to take a stand for yourself in the world? You have, but you settled for not getting it. If you got to get a picture book and teach him, <laughs> see what he doing? Do that. Let's see how that feel. You know what? <laughs> this is what I want to say to you. Go to the mirror and well, slap the first person. person. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fooling with you no more. You know what to do. And you should be scared. You should be scared to do it. Because for the first time, you may be standing up for yourself. For the first time, you may be using the Whitney Houston empowerment formula. You know what that is? Oh, hell to the no. That's the Whitney Houston empowerment formula. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take care of me and you want four other women? What's You bumped your head? You done bumped your head somewhere. You mean to go somewhere and sit down. You've got many, many, many sister women who are just learning. Who am I? Is this me? Is this what I want? You don't know who you are and what your natural womanness is. You don't know what that is. Think I've crushed it down for so long. Mm-hmm. No, no. You crushed it down so long, settling for less than what you desired and deserved. That's how you did it. Don't give him all of that power. Don't blame him for that. You own that. I have realized that I do have a relationship with myself that has been damaged. And I have been working on that. I've been working on that a lot because I do understand that love for myself. I have to have. Yeah, because so many of us as women didn't have a demonstration. We looked at women who didn't know themselves or women who settled in their lives. And we were so busy saying, I'm not going to be like that till we never discovered who we were going to be like. Does that make sense? And don't diminish the fact, beloved, that you've already decided, I don't want this. And I'm afraid not to have it. But you should be. 
You should be so afraid that a little pee is dribbling down your legs. Because if you don't pee on yourself, then your vision isn't big enough. Your vision needs to be big enough to scare the pee out of you. Mm. I am so excited for you. I am so excited for you. Because <laughs> you get to grow up. You get to grow yourself up and become a natural woman, whatever that is. Oh, I lost my caller. <laughs> we must have blown her circuits. Oh, she blew her circuits. You know, that happens sometimes when the energy gets real high and you're hearing something that you don't think you can handle. You just blow the circuits. So I hope she gets a chance to call back in. But if not, and you hear this show, my beloved sister, I want you to know how excited I am for you that you're going to have an opportunity to define, redefine, clarify, renew, strengthen, rebuild, or build your natural womanness. After the break, We'll come back with my second caller who has a similar issue, but for a very different reason. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hello, I'm Stacey Wilson-Hunt, your host for Inventing Anna, the official podcast. From Shonda Rhimes and the creators at Shondaland, Inventing Anna tells the story of a young woman who charmed her way into the pocketbooks of New York's elite. Was she going to take off with that $20 million from the banks or was she going to pour it into this foundation? You know, people look at Anna and see what they want to see. On this podcast, you'll get VIP access to the real people who inspired the television series and to the actors and creatives like showrunner Shonda Rhimes, who brought them to life. We were working on the show while the trial was going on. I remember doing a dramatic reading of Todd's opening statement for the writer's room. Who is the fake heiress, Anna Delvey? Join us as we unravel the stories behind the story. Everything's true until it's not, basically, in Anna's world. Listen to Inventing Anna, the official podcast, every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Hashtag Matter, a brand new eight-episode scripted podcast. 42 a little over 12 months ago, an 18-year-old African-American young man named Niles Hayes was driving a family friend's luxury vehicle when he was stopped for a routine traffic violation. Things escalate quickly. Ah! Unit 510 Nora, we have a 999 shooting in progress. Officers down. Within hours of the police stop, footage of the entire altercation gets posted online, and it goes 
viral. I'm Colleen Sanders, and we're here live from the Los Angeles Valley. Jay, you see how they do us? This case presented a lot of challenges. You got the whole PD outside my building, ready to light the entire block. Any number of outcomes could have happened and different choices were made. I guess what I am struggling with. You struggle with it because you live in a different reality than we do. Listen to Hashtag Matter on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I am Yamla, and this is The R Spot. Sometimes it, it doesn't matter when you come into the realization, oh, wait a minute, I've lost my natural womanness here. I have forgotten the truth of who I am. I have forgotten the truth of myself. I've lost the knowledge of myself because I've been so busy looking out, reaching out, giving out. Doesn't matter if you're 30, 40, 50, 60 or older. That wake up, that moment, that realization is simply a call for you to begin within. Go back in. Just listen. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot and thank you for your patience. Now, what is your relationship issue, challenge, dilemma that we're going to stir up and chew on today? I've been married going on almost two years now. I met my husband off a dating app and we were married seven months after meeting. I think the issue started after we had our first set of twins. Something just changed with him. I don't know what happened or what may have clicked, but he is non-appreciative. It has been physical altercations. I feel like my husband is like a complete narcissist. He doesn't help me with our children when he's home because he's always on the road. He drives trucks for a living. I've written to the show plenty of times just trying to get help. At this point, I'm sitting in my house right now and I'm ready to pack my bags and my children up and leave at Mm. this point. Mm. This is how bad things have gotten Define bad for me. If he's not there most of the time, define bad. Everything just went downhill. So when I say bad, I'm meaning the way he speaks to me, he's inconsiderate. Again, he doesn't help with the kids, the physical altercations we have had, verbal abuse, mental abuse. Just even now, we're back and forth through text message, and he's just saying outrageous things to the point where I'm just ready to go. So it's just, I feel like I, I love my husband. But there's no fix in this situation. I just cannot see it being fixed at this point. So what is the question that you're asking me? What is the question you're asking? What is the challenge you're facing? The challenge I'm facing is getting up and actually leaving. I'm at the point to where should I leave or should I stay for my children's sake? So let me ask you a question, beloved. I want you to know that I've heard you throughout this marriage. There have been physical altercations from him. That you have experienced mental abuse, a verbal abuse, and your question is, should you leave? Is that the question? Yes, that's the question. (laughs) So let me ask you a question, beloved. Should you leave? I think so. (laughs) Is it that you're asking, should you leave, or are you asking, how should you leave? I think how, because I didn't stop my life so he can live his, stop my dreams and all my aspirations that I had so he can do what he wanted to do as far as income. And I had started my 
cleaning business and I gave that up so I can stay home with the kids while he's just out on the road. And now it seems like things are even getting worse. I'm literally looking in my closet and ready to start packing my things up. Do you have a place to go? I have, Yeah, I have another place. I'm a victim of sex trafficking and I live in this apartment home for battered women. And I left that place, even though I still have that place, to move in in a home together that we purchased together. And at this point, I'm just ready to drop it all and just go back to my little shack and be content there. So let me ask you a question. Why don't you want to go? In other words, why do you want to stay? My children. I didn't grow up in a house with both parents. I did not have my father there. I wanted to give my kids that. So I'm trying to do anything I possibly can to make it work in my marriage. Maybe I should just keep trying for my kids' sake so they can have that father figure in their life and watch two parents in one home together because that's something that I did not have and that's something that I always wanted and I did not get. About 10 years ago, which would have made me 60, (laughs) about 10 years ago, I woke up one day and I said, oh my God, I was raised in a two-parent household and it was dysfunctional as hell. Domestic violence, alcoholism, I was sexually abused in that household, but the household was so crazy and chaotic till I didn't even recognize there were two parents, two adults <laughs> in the household. Wow. So this whole thing that we give to two-parent household, when there is physical, mental, emotional, and verbal abuse, for us to try to make that work, to give our children something that we didn't have, not give them what they need, which is safety, security, self-sufficiency, how to make good choices and deal with the consequences of their choices. Not a household where they know they are loved and safe and protected. We just want there to be two parents. So you want to be in a two-parent household so your children can see two parents where one is physically abusing the other where one is verbally abusive to the other, where one is inconsiderate of the other, where one is not present for the children, doesn't participate in their maintenance, care. You've got two kids that are under three years old, but you'd rather have that than your dignity, your respect, your freedom, your right to choose, your right to be loved and nurtured and protected. You'd rather have just two people. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's what my mindset has been, yes. You need to go get a lobotomy, get your brain cleaned out. Oh, I said all the time, I will never advocate, ever, will I advocate for the dissolution of a family, the end of a marriage. That's not what I'm advocating. But I will always advocate the rights of every individual male or female, man or woman, to be safe and secure and empowered and loved and respected and honored in their personage. So what is the question that you have to ask me? No question at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The question becomes how? And here's another very important question. I want you to just 
Think about your body, your back, your belly, your breasts, your feet, your legs, your toes, your fingers, and ask yourself this. Is there any part of me that still wants him? Check your toes, check your fingernails, check your eyelashes. Is there any part of you that still wants him? Not wants the marriage, but still wants him, that man. Is there any part of you? I have no, I don't think so. (laughs) No, you got to know. You got to know because if it's right in between your little toe and the fourth toe, if there's any part of you that still wants him, you'll be in and out of this thing for years. You cannot leave. I don't care if you go, you'll come back. As long as there is any part of you that wants him as a man, she, that part of you, will not get out of this. You cannot leave. Of course, you don't want the situation in the marriage. You don't want to be verbally, mentally, physically abused. But do you want him? That's the question. That's the person I chose. Yeah. So you do want him. Yeah, you okay. Okay. No, you, you can't. It's not going to change. It's not going to change, baby. You can't bank on that. You cannot bank on it changing. Tell me why you're crying. Because at this point, with that reality that you just hit me with, I'm lost. That now I don't know what to do. The first thing you can do is you're a woman. You get to be the queen in the castle. If you're willing to stay in an abusive situation and and I'm laying it out to you like cold water in your face because I want you to be clear. I don't want you to go and come and go and come. That'll give you something else to beat yourself up about. And when he gets home, you grab up the kids and him and you say, we're going to the counselor. You can't sleep here if you don't come to the counselor. You don't come to the counselor. You can't be here. You put your hands on me, I'm going to call the police. I'll get a restraining order to keep you away from here. But if you want to be married to me, we're going to counseling today, right now. That's one thing you could do. Another thing you can do is if there is evidence of physical abuse, and I could be wrong, please forgive me. I could be wrong, but you don't sound like no punk to me. And you say that there's physical altercations. I don't think you just stand there and let it whip up on you. I think you'd be whipping up on him, too. Would that be accurate? (laughs) That's accurate. (laughs) This is what your children are seeing. Okay? Two parents in the household whipping up on each other. Right. But if that's where you are right now, I'd rather that you walk through the process to get your healing and to get your strength and to stand in your womanness in a way that's going to honor you. Because if you leave and go back to that place, you'll be thinking, oh, boy, I got my, I got a better refrigerator over there. and I got my TVs over there. I, I don't want to stay here. Because he's going to come begging. He's going to come promising. And you'll go back. And then three years from now, five years from now, you'll be beating yourself up. So let's not do that. Because as long as there's any place within you that wants him, You cannot leave. You will not. You'll go for a little while. What are you willing to do? I'm willing to try the counseling and put my foot down and just say if he's not willing to do that, then maybe I should just. You don't have to leave. It's called the order of protection. 
If you have evidence that there's been physical abuse or physical violence, you take your babies, you march right down to the courthouse, you get an order of protection. He can't come within 500 yards of you. And I'm not saying use that as a way to turn them off. I'm saying use that as a way not to disrupt your life and your children's life. Right. I'm not advocating that you leave, nor am I advocating that you stay in a situation where there's violence. I'm not advocating either one of them. What I'm saying is based upon what you've shared with me, I want to support you in creating a plan and a process that serves you. One of the things that you want to put on your to-do list (laughs) is to find a way for you as a woman to begin to earn your own. I don't care if it's four hours as a cashier in the local drugstore where you have $100 that you could stick down in your bra drawer. (laughs) Because it's a poor rat that only got one hole. Okay, <laughs> you got to have <laughs> even as if, even if you stay, you got to have that. You don't need a man buying your sanitary napkins. You know, right. that that yeah. is just crazy. Tell me what you're going to do different when you get off this call. The first thing I want to do is pray. What's your prayer? What's your prayer? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what is it? I'm going to talk to God to give me the courage and the strength to actually confront him with these things. Because that's something I have not done. I know I've said it a lot to you, but it's something I have not done to him. I have not expressed all of this to him. I have just bottled it in. Mm. So, yeah, I have never just expressed that. And I don't know why. I couldn't tell you why. It's not that I'm afraid to. You didn't know how to. I didn't. There we go. You took the words right on my mind. You didn't know how to. Yeah. I didn't know how to. And now you know. That's good. So when you get off this call, I want you to go kiss up and hug up your babies. Because they'll make you smile. And then you got any chocolate? You got any chocolate in the house? Oh, I keep it. All right. Eat you some chocolate. You know what to do. (laughs) Here's your instructions. Finish crying. Then go hug the babies. Then go eat chocolate. Then go pray. (laughs) In that order. Okay. In that order. Okay. <laughs> All right, so my love. Much. Take good care. Thank you. Bye-bye. The topic of domestic violence is very tricky because on one hand, I would say never ever accommodate, tolerate, put yourself in a situation where there's violence being perpetrated against you. Although I did it for 9 years. <laughs> I would say that. And on the other hand, I would say it's a symptom of something much larger. And if we can get to the root of the problem, the cause of the problem, chances are the violence can be addressed. And even if that healing is, no, not doing this. Even if that healing is, let me save myself, let me save my children, Even if that healing is, I'm just not willing to put up with this. So start with the question I asked you. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I in the world? Who am I in my mind? Who am I in my heart? Who am I in the kitchen? Who am I in the bedroom? In the kitchen, I am Emerald Lagasse. (laughs) And in the bedroom, I won't tell you what her name is. (laughs) 
But as a natural woman, I got an identity for every place I am. So my sister, I know you know what to do. And I know you're afraid. But just know this. There are hundreds of thousands of your sister women out here cheering you on. Answer that question. Identify yourself and rise. I hope this has been helpful to someone. And if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, you can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace and not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Introducing Hashtag Matter, a brand new eight-episode scripted podcast. I'm Colleen Sanders, and we're here live from the Los Angeles Valley. Chase, on you see how they do us? Leaving one officer dead and the second officer wounded. This case presented a lot of challenges from the start. From Shondaland Audio, in partnership with iHeartRadio, I'm author and journalist Kate Bell, and this is Hashtag Matter. Listen to Hashtag Matter on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.